1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
2: 0-2, Fernando hits it in the air to left field and deep. Uriel is back. He is at the wall. He will leap and it's going to go. A home run. Fernando Tatis Jr., His first of the year, and the Padres on the board in the first inning. Stutter step at third base with an exclamation point. 1-0 San Diego.
0: Fernando Tatis Jr. got the party started in Arizona here tonight as the Padres win it 5-3. Over the Arizona Diamondbacks, the Padres have taken two of the first three games in this four-game set in the desert. Our final totals here tonight for San Diego, five runs, six hits, no errors. And for the Diamondbacks, three runs, nine hits, and no errors. Padres with the win improved to 11-12. and Diamondbacks with the defeat dropped to 12-10. and Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network inside our San Diego studios. Great to have you with us on this Saturday evening. A good win for the Padres and Joe Musgrove's season debut. Musgrove goes five innings, three earned runs given up. A back-and-forth game. Padres got a big hit from Ha-Sung Kim. A two-run single in the sixth inning. Gave the Padres the lead. Padres got another run of insurance in the eighth inning to make it 5-3. to three, And then the Padres' bullpen. Very, very good. Good in this game. Stephen Wilson, Ryan Weathers, Tim Hill, and Josh Hader combining for four scoreless innings out of the bullpen. Hader picks up his seventh save. Padres didn't explode offensively. Five runs on six hits, but when they did get those base hits, they were very impactful to uh, the big home run early in the game in the first inning, his first home run of the year, his first home run since September of 2021. Padres were two for seven with runners in scoring position. But again, those couple of hits were really, really important in this game. And all in all, a good win for the Padres. And now an opportunity not just to win this series tomorrow in Arizona, but also move back to 500. A lot to do in our postgame show. We'll play you back all the highlights when we come back. We'll also go back to Arizona. Hear from Bob Mel. Your phone calls, much, much more to come as we wrap this one up. Again, the Padres five, the Diamondbacks three, the final. We continue with our post game show when we come back on the Padres Radio Network.
2: wash
0: postgame show continues on the Padres radio network. Final score in Arizona here tonight, the Padres 5 and the Diamondbacks 3. Sam Levitt with you in our San Diego studios. Good to have you with us on this Saturday evening. Padres with the win improved to 11 and 12. Diamondbacks with the defeat dropped to 12 and 10. Final totals again for San Diego. Five runs, six hits no errors and for Arizona three runs, nine hits and no errors. A lot to do still on our post game show. We'll play you back a bunch of the highlights coming up in just a moment. Also go back to Arizona. Hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin might also have some audio from the clubhouse coming up as well as the Padres get a nice bounce back win after getting shut out. Yesterday, it wasn't a perfect night for the Padres offense, but they had some big hits in this game. We mentioned coming in, the Padres had been shut out three times in their prior six games and four times in the prior 12 games. And the Padres getting a couple of really big hits with runners in scoring position in this game. We'll continue to break that all down and give you the out-of-town scoreboard, your phone calls, and more. Phone number to call if you want to get involved, 833-288-0973. Again, 833 833- the phone number to call i'm also taking your tweets at 973 the fan sd on twitter or tweet at me at sammy lev s-a-m-m-y-l-e-v you can also shoot me a message on instagram sammy lev s-a-m-m-y-l-e-v there as well Let's take a listen back to some of the highlights in this one here tonight. The pitching matchup, right-hander Merrill Kelly on the mound for the Diamondbacks. Joe Musgrove on the mound for San Diego. Trent Grisham hit a ball hard to right field for the very first out of the game. A nice play in right field by Corbin Carroll getting to it. Fernando Tatis Jr. was the second batter of the game against Merrill Kelly. 0-2,
2: 0-2, Fernando hits it in the air to left field and deep, Gurriel is back, he is at the wall, he will leap, and it's going to go, a home run, Fernando Tatis Jr., his first of the year, and the Padres on the board in the first inning, stutter step at third base with an exclamation point. point, 1-0 San Diego.
0: Tatis' first Major League home run since September 30th, 2021. Padres weren't done. Xander Bogarts drew a two-out walk. Matt Carpenter was next.
2: Here's the two and two. And Carpenter swings, sends it in the air. Straightaway center field pretty deep. Thomas is racing back. It's over his head, and it's off the big wall. Bogarts is at third base, rounding on his way. Perdomo will not make a relay to the plate. It's an RBI double for Matt Carpenter. And a 2-0 Padre lead in the
4: first.
0: So the Padres were off to a quick start, a 2-0 lead before Joe Musgrove even took the mound in the bottom half. Musgrove got the first out of the inning, but then gave up three straight singles to Cattell Marte, Corbin Carroll, and Christian Walker as the D-backs made it 2-1. to Musgrove then struck out two in a row to end the inning. Fast forward to the bottom half of the third. Musgrove got the first two outs, but then a two-out double for Corbin Carroll. Christian Walker was next.
2: to Walker with a tying run at second base, two outs. Here's the pitch, and Walker out in front, hits it in the air, deep down the left field line. Soto over into the corner. This one going to go. A two-run home run. Kind of a wedge shot down the left field line into that Greg Vaughn bullpen in left field. Christian Walker's third home run, and just like that, the Diamondbacks hop in front, 3-2 Arizona.
0: Merrill Kelly then pitched scoreless frames in the 4th inning and the 5th inning. Musgrove did the same. He was done after 5 innings here tonight. His final line, 5 innings, 3 earned runs given up, 7 hits, no walks, struck out 6 on 80 pitches. All in all, a solid 2023 debut for Joe Musgrove. Padres threatened against Kelly in the 6th inning. Merrill walked to Teese. I mean, uh, Merrill Kelly walked to Tease. A single for Soto, a walk to Bogarts, loaded the bases with nobody out. Kyle Nelson then replaced Merrill from the Arizona bullpen. Nelson Cruz pinch hit for Matt Carpenter. Cruz struck out. Then Nelson struck out Jake Cronenworth. So the bases were still loaded, two outs. The rally was left up to Hassan Kim.
2: First pitch on the way from the left-hander Nelson and a ground ball to the left side. That'll get through for a base hit. Tatis has scored. Soto's on his way. Burriel's throw not in time. A two-run single for Kim. And
0: the pods are back in front 4-3. to a big two-out, two-run single for Ha-Sung Kim. That snapped an 0-16 skid for Ha-Sung Kim. Big hit for Kim. Steven Wilson tossed a 1-2-3 frame in the bottom half of the sixth inning. Ryan Weathers then made his first relief appearance of the season in the seventh inning. He gave up a leadoff single, but that was it. Padres then got some insurance in the eighth inning. Juan Soto led off with a single, his second hit. He went all the way to third base on a ground ball from Xander Bogarts that went to third. Soto was off and running on the pitch, so he went to third base, good aggressive base running. With two outs and Soto still on third, it was Jake Cronenworth at the plate.
2: Soto at third, two down, one and two. Here's the pitch from Chafin. Cronenworth swings, lines it into center field, and a base hit. Soto will walk home, and with two strikes, Cronenworth comes through, and the Padres add on 5-3 here in the eighth.
0: Tim Hill came on for the bottom half of the eighth inning with the Padres leading by two. He got the first two outs of the inning, then hit a batter, allowed a single. Runners on first and third, two men away. Hill got out of it, getting Nick Ahmed, the pinch hitter, in that eighth inning. Padres didn't score in the top of the ninth inning, so they still led 5-3, heading bottom nine. Josh Hader came on for the save opportunity in the bottom half of the ninth. He continued what has been a great start to his season. It went one, two, three. 2
2: Perdomo windmills
0: the bat around a couple of times,
2: waits on Hader. Josh is set. Here's another 3-2 pitch and a line drive into right field. Fernando comes on, gets there to make the catch, and the ball game is over. Padres win it 5-3. Joe Musgrove will get a W in his 2023 debut. Hader is seventh save. Tatis his first home run. And the Padres an opportunity to win this series here tomorrow afternoon.
0: A great summation there by Jesse Agler. A lot of good stuff tonight for the Padres. Musgrove goes five innings, three earned runs given up, picks up his first win of 2023 in his season debut. Josh Hader, a perfect seven for seven now in save opportunities, caps a four-inning a scoreless run for the Padres here tonight. Fernando Tatis Jr. the home run in the first inning. A big hit from Ha Sung Kim. Another big hit from Jake Cronenworth to add on some insurance, and that was the ball game here tonight. Padres win it by a final of five to three. Padres improve to eleven and twelve. Diamondbacks drop to twelve and ten. Much more to get to on our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. We'll go back to Arizona. Hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit. We'll also get to your phone calls, 833-288-0973. But just to recap, some of the big storylines from this one. Fernando Tatis Jr., a home run, a walk, two runs scored. The final line for Joe Musgrove, again, Five innings, three earned runs given up, seven hits. He struck out six and walked nobody in his season debut. Fairly sharp at times, really seemed to settle in as the outing went along. So uh, all in all, and by the way, only 80 pitches for Joe Musgrove. So as he... Builds up a little bit more. This would be the type of outing where he could go six or seven innings and give up three earned runs, so it it would be even better uh, later in the year. Juan Soto, we really haven't mentioned him in the recap so far. Did have a couple of base hits and a couple of runs scored in this game. In fact, he was really critical in both the rallies in the sixth inning and the eighth inning. Had singles in both innings and came around to score. So Juan Soto had a couple of hits, do you hope? A sign of things to come for Juan Soto and the bullpen work for the Padres was really, really good, including Ryan Weathers, who made his first relief appearance of the year. It was a scoreless inning. That's good to see. Steven Wilson continues. His terrific work, 066 ERA now in 12 appearances and 13 plus innings for Stephen Wilson has not allowed a run in his last nine consecutive appearances. Only has allowed one hit. Josh Hader, we have talked about him. He has picked up right where he left off in the postseason last year, seven for seven in save opportunities, a .90 ERA now on the year. And Hasan Kim, a big base hit for Kim, and really what was a critical spot in this game because we'll talk more about it, but you look at that sixth inning... Padres had the bases loaded, nobody out. Then they had the bases loaded and two outs. And it looked like the Padres might again squander a huge opportunity. But Hassan Kim comes up with a big two run single. It also snapped a personal 0 for 16 skid for Hassan Kim. So that was big uh, for Kim here tonight. Padres' offense went a little quiet from the first inning to the sixth inning, didn't have a hit from the first to the sixth inning. Padres went two for seven. With runners in scoring position, but again, the two hits they had, they were really important in tonight's game. We'll step aside, come back with more. Again, the final score Padres 5, Diamondbacks 3, on our Padres Radio Network post game show coming back after this. Our post-game show continues on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the final score here tonight: the Padres five and the Diamondbacks three. As the Padres get a very nice win on this Saturday in Arizona. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage here inside our Padres Radio Network studios. Good to have you with us on this Saturday again. The Padres improved to eleven and twelve with the win. Diamondbacks drop to twelve and ten. And now the Padres cannot only win this series, take three of four. Uh, from the Diamondbacks tomorrow, but also move back to 500, which uh, even early in the year you would like to see the Padres do. And then the Padres finally have an off day on Monday, uh, wraps up what's been an 18 game in 18 day stretch. So, uh, well deserved off day coming up for the Padres. One more game tomorrow afternoon in Arizona before the Padres. Get to that off day. We will take some of your phone calls here coming up. 833-288-0973. The phone number. Again, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call if you want to get involved on social media. You can do that as always. Tweet at me at 973 fan SD on Twitter or on my Twitter, Sammy Lev, SammyLev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Uh, you can also shoot me a message on Instagram if you want to get involved that way. I am checking my uh, DMS on Instagram as always. So if you want to uh, shoot me a message on there, you have a good thought about this game. I may just read it on the air. We will go back to Arizona here shortly and hear from Padres manager, Bob Melvin interested to hear what Bob Melvin has to say after this win here tonight for the Padres five to three over the Diamondbacks. And much like last night, we may have some uh, additional audio for you from the clubhouse. So stay tuned for Bob Melvin's post game thoughts and more. Well, we have a moment here, let's uh, go to the phones, 833-288-0973, the phone number. Let's go to Mario, who's calling in from National City. Hi, Mario. How are you?
4: I'm doing great, man. You know that. Uh, so once again, man, it's it's uh, buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. Uh root, root, root for the Padres. They don't win. They don't win.
0: Well, that that, Great. <laughs> that yeah, Great, uh, that's uh, that, that is the way the song goes. Uh, yeah, you got to root yeah. for them, and they did win here tonight. What you think about the game, Mario?
4: Oh man, you know what? So, these First of all, you know I was expecting him to do do what he done. Carpenter, you know it's cool. I don't know why they pulled him out. Looks like he was doing good. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, uh, with Machado getting his rest, you know, so on and so forth. We've got a long season ahead of us. Hang on there, you know everybody hang in there, man. Wagner's included, you know. You just got to just do what we got to do, man, and uh, keep rooting for the team.
0: Yeah, you got to keep rooting. And Mario, appreciate the call. Thanks so much for tuning in and calling in. Just to answer your question on why Carpenter came out and he was pinch hit for by Nelson Cruz in the sixth inning. That was when the bases were loaded, nobody out, and that's a spot where. Uh, The Diamondbacks went to left-hander Kyle Nelson. And, uh, that look, that's a kind of a classic matchup right there. That's why you have Cruz on the bench, so you can go with the right-handed bat against the lefty. Kyle Nelson didn't work out. Cruz struck out a couple of times in this game with uh, runners in scoring position, so not a great night for Nelson Cruz in that regard. And Matt Carpenter did have the RBI double uh, earlier in the game. But, uh, look, uh, you're right. Uh, On a day where the Padres sat, Manny Machado, they got the win, which is uh, another good thing. Now, of course, Manny has been struggling quite a bit. We know that. Hopefully this off day does him some good and he can bounce back with uh, a nice game tomorrow. But you're right. Padres got a win without Manny today. And the Padres right now, let's be honest, with the way things have been going, every win is important because this team is trying to get back on track and uh, offensively trying to find uh, some degree of consistency here. So, uh, Mario, appreciate the call. Again, the final totals here tonight for San Diego, five runs, six hits, no errors. For Arizona, three runs, nine hits, and no errors. Let's continue on the phones while we have some time. Again, we will hear from Padres uh, manager Bob Melvin coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, we will uh, get to that in just a moment. Let's go to Katie, who's calling in from Oceanside. Hi, Katie. How are you? Welcome to our post game show.
1: I'm good, Sammy. How are you?
0: I'm doing all right. Katie, you sound very excited. You must be pumped up after this win.
1: Dude, I am so pumped up. Do you hear these people? I have a young friend with me here, Sammy. Her name is Brooke. And she is a huge Joe Musgrove fan, and she was beyond excited to see him pitch
0: tonight. What do you, have to say, Brooke? Well, thank you, Katie and Brooke. Glad you enjoyed the win, and uh, you're right. Great to get Joe Musgrove back. Uh, Katie, what else you think about the game?
1: Hey, you know what else I was really excited about? To see how we responded after the, that um, two-run home run by the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. Steve Wilson, even though he didn't come out in the eighth, I loved his performance in the sixth, and Ryan Weathers. I know it wasn't the smoothest performance, but coming out of the bullpen like that, especially after being shuttled out there, I just loved mm-hmm. his grit and perseverance. Of his performance
0: tonight. Yeah, it's a great point, Katie, and appreciate the call. You and Brooke calling in. Uh, great point. Uh, Wilson continues to be great. Ryan Weathers, I'm with you. Very impressive what he did. Hey. Not easy for Ryan Weathers, who has been in the rotation here since the start of the season and now being pushed into the bullpen with Musgrove returning. We found out last couple of days that Nick Martinez is going to go to the bullpen as well. But, hey, Ryan Weathers did a really good job in one inning of relief. And who knows? Maybe he can continue that success what he's done in the rotation so far in the bullpen. I'm with you, Katie. Very impressive. And I'll I'll get more into Wilson and Weathers and the bullpen and everything else, what they did here tonight, coming up a little bit later in our postgame show. Uh, we do have the uh, postgame audio from Bob Melvin. So let's hear from the skipper as we go to Arizona following this 5-3 win for the Padres here tonight.
3: Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sinley Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Lee Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's
5: Asian resource. I thought he threw the ball well. I mean, you know, got nicked up a little bit on some ground ball hits and such, but it's really nice to be able to, when he comes out of the game, I score a couple runs and get him a win on his first time back, so... You know, we were going to limit what he was doing out there today. Didn't walk anybody, made them hit their way on, limited the damage. You know, it ended up being a nice win for him. Real nice game for Hassan, came on both sides of the ball tonight. How big was that hit for him? Oh, it's huge. You know, we got bases loaded, nobody out, and it's kind of left up to him. You know, a two-run single puts us ahead, and now the plays he made after that were just, you know, sensational across the board. We've seen him do it so many times. We don't want to get, you know, it just seems like it's easy, but it's not great defense all around your infield today. We did. We needed it. You know, Joe keeps the ball on the ground, and you know, that's kind of what he does. So um, you know, Xander was great. Crony over there was great, and we have the ability to play really good defense. Another mini milestone for Fernando getting the first home run. It just seems like he keeps checking them off the list. Yeah, and the quicker you check them off, the easier it is to to go about it after that, too. So you always want to get your first hit, you want to get your first homer, and then it's kind of like off to the races. So he'll get his first stolen base here pretty soon and you know just start playing.
4: What's that concentration like by Xander
5: in the ninth inning to do that? You've got to be a quick, calm thinker, you know? Because all of a sudden, it's your ball. Then all of a sudden, somebody's in front of you. And then you know you got to get it and get rid of it quickly. So. Yeah, I mean, the one thing you find out about Xander is the game does not speed up on him.
3: What does it do for you? I mean, you got one of the best to play the game
5: uh, at third base, and then you're able to sub in Ha Sung Kim. I mean, have you had an infield like this? Uh, you know what? I I don't want to compare. So, um, but to be able to to you know have Manny out and then have you know Ha Sung over there at third certainly makes makes it easy to give a guy like Manny a day off
1: whats what Jake's been able to do picking the ball what
5: does that do for the, for the rest of the guys you just get it over there right you just get it over there in the vicinity I've seen it you know with Matt Olson over there for years that guys you know you can you can take some chances you just try to be accurate with it doesn't matter if it's a little higher a little bit low they're going to end up sucking it up so you know Kimmy for not playing a ton of third really has good touch on you know getting those skip throws in there that you know ended up getting there a little bit quicker so um, it is nice to have an infielder over there. And crony that's used to picking the ball up the, off the ground. With Musgrove pitching tonight and Tatis in there, I know Manny wasn't in there, but it, did it start to feel like kind of like the group was whole a little bit? Yeah. I mean, look, regardless, we should feel good about winning whatever we run out there, winning games. But, you know, when you start getting these guys back and you haven't gotten off to the start that you want to, it uh, gives you a little bit more confidence going into the games.
4: When you're hunting runs, what's it mean when four guy, four different guys drive in your five runs, yeah. and none of them came into this game hitting more than two 11?
5: Right, and we we have the ability to spread it around. Now we also have the ability to do some damage and get three on one swing. You know we haven't gotten there yet, um, but it's just it's always a good feeling when there are a lot of guys involved in the in the win. Great job by the bullpen tonight. First night the Ryan Weathers is really officially available and already making an impact. Yep, and you know it's we knew we weren't going to get a ton of matchups there. You know, once we took the lead, I had him coming in in the sixth, but once we took the lead, you know, kind of set up for Willie right there, um, and then we knew you know towards the bottom. With Weathers, we still weren't going to get our matchups. They were going to pinch hit, and they got some switch hitters. But it's good for him, too, knowing he can come in in a tight game like that and get some outs. I mentioned, Wilson, just how consistent, how dependable has he been? Unbelievable and, and durable now. You know, the workload, he's got to be leading the league in appearances. I don't know. I'm guessing. No? Close. Yeah. Well, feels like it to me. So, you know, it's it's been fantastic that he's been able to take the ball and you know with him you get right left matchups as well um but that you know it was for the righties right there because we knew we were gonna have to finish up with lefties
4: Well, Kim, he has been struggling at the offense last like uh, like like uh over week did you see any difference today
5: Look, he, he's always confident when he goes into a game and he's always going to bring his glove out there too, which is going to contribute regardless. But I think that hit for him in that type of situation when you're going through a little bit of a tough stretch uh, always makes you feel better about your at-bats.
0: That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from Arizona following this 5-3 win for the Padres here tonight against the Diamondbacks. By the way, just because it came up, Stephen Wilson, with his appearance here tonight, he is actually tied for the major league lead in appearances. He has 12, and right now, at least at the moment, with the games going on right now, three other pitchers have 12 appearances. So not only has... Stephen Wilson been excellent so far an 0.66 ERA in those 12 appearances and he hasn't allowed a run on just one hit in the last 9 but he's also appeared as much as anybody in baseball this year so Wilson's been great you heard Bob Melvin talk about Wilson you heard about the defense for the Padres in this game which cannot be overlooked and the two wins in this series for the Padres the defense has been a big, big storyline. Here tonight, ha Sun Kim made a couple of really good plays at third base. Sander Bogarts made a great play in the ninth inning uh, at shortstop. Jake Cronenworth picked a, a few balls out of the dirt, made a great stretch on that uh, play in the ninth inning. Looked like he actually knocked uh, the wind out of his... Uh, 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 how, did they, how do you say that? Uh, I'm, I'm forgetting the phrase, when you get the wind knocked out of you. Knock, so I guess he knocked the wind out of himself. See, I know how to say it about myself, but <laughs> but about somebody else. Uh but uh uh he made the play, which was the most important thing. So again, the defense tonight was really good. I'll tell you what, Fernando Tatís Jr looked good again in right field. I know he hasn't been perfect. There's been maybe a couple of decisions with throws Uh, into the infield but hey he's very new out there to playing every day out there and i think as far as his reads his jumps and using that great speed to cover a lot of ground i think three games in fernando's been really impressive out there and i i just i think with experience and time out there he's going to end up being a, a gold glove type right fielder outfielder you know whatever uh I really do, because I think he's that talented, he's that athletic, and he's that fast. I mean, um, he's shown some really good stuff in the outfield. So uh, good stuff there from Bob Melvin. uh, Talked about a number of different aspects of this game, including Joe Musgrove's outing. Five innings, three runs given up, and Musgrove picks up the win in his season debut. Speaking of Joe Musgrove, let's tell you about our East pitcher of the game.
3: Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the grilling store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Trinker and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the grilling store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware.
0: Our ace pitcher of the game. Certainly a number of options we could go with here. Joe was really good. I mean, certainly a very impressive season debut. Wasn't perfect. Five innings, three earned runs, given up, but you know what? Worked out of trouble a couple of times. Six strikeouts, 80 pitches. If this is a month from now, you know, he's probably going way deeper in this game at just 80 pitches. So who knows? He could have gone six, seven innings if it's later in the year and he's not coming off the injuries. But ace pitcher of the game, I I just think we got to talk a little bit more about the relievers here and what they did. So we'll go with You know what? We're going to go with Ryan Weathers for ace pitcher of the game. I'll tell you why. What he did was really impressive in this game. First relief outing of the year after being a starting pitcher throughout the spring, throughout the early part of this season, comes in in the seventh inning, gives up a leadoff base hit, and then retires the next three. There was no panic from Ryan Weathers, and I just thought what he did was impressive here tonight, coming out of the bullpen. His first time doing that as a young left-hander. He's not, you know, hanging his head after being taken out of the rotation, by the way, which we all understand is no doing of his own. It's just the numbers game right now with Joe coming back. And by the way, Nick Martinez is going to the bullpen for the time being too right now. Not no doing of his own. He just threw seven scoreless innings the other day, but this is the reality of what the Padres need to do right now with the five man and the off days coming up and Joe re-entering the rotation. So anyway, I thought what Ryan Weathers did was really impressive here tonight. Hopefully a sign of things to come for what he does in the bullpen. And for that reason and all those reasons, I'm going to give Ryan Weathers our ace pitcher of the game. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network, come back with much, much more. We'll continue taking your phone calls, 833-288-0973, the phone number, again, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. If you want to get involved, we'll still take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. We may have some audio from the clubhouse as well. Uh, we're working on that. Stay tuned for that, and we will continue to break this one down. Again, the final score, Padres 5, Diamondbacks 3 in Arizona, our postgame coverage continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the final score here tonight: the Padres five and the Arizona Diamondbacks three. Sam Levitt with you. On our post game coverage, good to have you with us on this Saturday night again with the win, Padres improved to 11 and 12, Diamondbacks dropped to 12 and 10 with the defeat. Padres will go for a series win in this four game set tomorrow before an off day on Monday and the Padres also trying to move back to 500 tomorrow, trying to move back even to 12 and 12. We will get back to some of your phone calls here again the phone number 833 833- the phone number to call. But in case you're just joining us, I want to go over some of the big storylines from this one here tonight. The Padres were 2-7 for in this game with runners in scoring position, but the two hits they had were really, really important. One of them in the sixth inning from Ha Sung Kim, a two-out, two-run single in the sixth inning. Gave the Padres a 4-3 lead. And that was uh, individually a really important moment for ha Kim. Snapped an 0-16 skid. But also when you put it in the context of how that inning was transpiring, it was a huge hit in this game. In that inning, Tatis walks. Soto a single. Bogarts walks. Padres have the bases loaded. Nobody out. Kyle Nelson comes in. Replaces Merrill Kelly. Bob Melvin counters, pinch hits, Nelson Cruz for Matt Carpenter. Cruz strikes out. Jake Cronenworth strikes out. And remember, the Padres are down by one at this moment. Two outs. Base is still loaded. Looks like the Padres might squander that opportunity. And Kim, who again had been really, really struggling, comes up with a huge hit. Huge moment for Ha-Sung Kim, uh, gives the Padres uh, a 4-3 lead. Then the other hit with runners in scoring position, same sort of situation. Eighth inning, Padres are looking for insurance. They have Soto on first base, nobody out. Then he gets to third base with one out. Cruz strikes out for out number two, and then Jay Cronenworth comes up with a huge hit to give the Padres some insurance, make it 5-3, to three, and the Padres win it by that final score. So were the Padres perfect offensively in this game? No, but the two hits they did have with runners in scoring position, very, very important and impactful in this win here tonight. The other big storylines in this game, Fernando Tatis Jr., you love the home run in the first inning, his first home run since September of 2021. He also walked in this game. Uh, and scored uh, two runs in this game, uh, including the home run. Juan Soto had a couple of base hits in this game, and both hits came in those rallies. The one in the sixth inning, the one in the eighth inning, he scores two runs. You hope it's a sign of things to come for Juan Soto. You know, we've seen a few times throughout the last couple of weeks where Juan has uh, a nice game, has a couple of hits, and then continues to struggle for the days after, hopefully, It's a sign of things to come for Juan Soto, and we'll see how he does tomorrow. Joe Musgrove obviously making his season debut. Five innings, three earned runs given up on 80 pitches, seven hits allowed, walked nobody, and struck out six. And uh, you look at the outing for Joe, uh, gave up three straight singles uh, in the first inning then works around a leadoff single in the second, gives up the two-run home run in the third after after there were already uh, two outs and nobody on, and then really settled in. Gave up a leadoff single in the fourth inning, worked around it, struck out two in the fifth inning in a one-two-three frame, so it seemed like Joe got more comfortable as the game went on, and again, if this is a couple of weeks from now, he's throwing more than 80 pitches, and this could end up being an outing of six, seven innings. So, all in all, I thought a pretty good first outing here for Joe Musgrove, considering the fractured toe in spring training, considering the shoulder issue, um, you know, that he got the cortisone shot for. All in all, I thought a, a pretty solid outing for Joe Musgrove in his season debut. The bullpen. We should really talk about the bullpen here tonight. Again, very, very good. Four scoreless innings combined between Wilson, Weathers, Hill, and Hader. Let's talk about Stephen Wilson. 0-6-6 0 6 ERA now in 12 appearances. That's a span of 13-plus innings on the year. His last nine appearances has not given up a run. He's only allowed one hit. Stephen Wilson has been awesome. He has been terrific so far this season, and we looked it up right after Bob Melvin spoke earlier. He's right now tied for the Major League lead in appearances, so he's been worked a lot and is... It just been really effective. I mean, Stephen Wilson, credit to him. We know he has really good stuff, but it's it's been really good for Stephen Wilson. And at a time where we know the Padres have needed guys without Robert Suarez. And Wilson is inserting himself into high leverage situations and really doing whatever he's asked of and, and performing at a very high level right now. I spoke about it before the break. Ryan Weathers, I thought, deserves a lot of credit in this game. You know, not easy to do what he's being asked to do. He was a starter in spring training. He was a starter at the beginning of this season, three outings. They were all pretty good. The last one was was really good. And to no fault of his own, finds himself now in the bullpen because Musgrove Is now back, and hey, Martinez is going to go to the bullpen as well, and he just threw seven scoreless innings the other day. So it's no fault of Weathers or Martinez, but this is the deal right now with Joe coming back and the off day is coming up. The Padres just don't need a six-man rotation at the current moment, and Weathers gives up a lead-off single in that seventh inning but gets the next three batters, and you know what? To... Go from the rotation to the bullpen, come in in a one-run game and and get through it. I thought really impressive for Ryan Weathers in this game. And by the way, if Weathers can perform like he did in the rotation in the bullpen, and same thing with Nick Martinez, I think it makes this Padres team better. I, I really do. Um, you know, again, neither of those guys did anything uh, to, to go to the bullpen. I mean, certainly the other day, Martinez was excellent over seven scoreless innings. But this is the way it is right now, and I think no doubt if those guys perform, and certainly we know Nick Martinez from last year, I mean, he's so valuable in the bullpen with what he can do effective-wise and what he can do just with length and giving you three, four innings, maybe even more at a time, it will make that bullpen that much better, and I think this team that much better. So, All in all, I think a positive with those two guys going to the bullpen and certainly uh, weather's uh, impressive here tonight. Tim Hill gets the first two outs of the eighth inning, then hits a batter, gives up a single. All of a sudden, you have the, the tying runs on base, and Hill gets out of it. Good job by Tim Hill, who, by the way, again, has a 1-8-0 ERA to begin the year. So for the most part, he's been pretty effective And Josh Hader, I mean, look, it's easy to forget for it to get lost in the shuffle. It is so important to have a guy that is just locked down in the ninth inning. Okay, it is. And when you have it, you almost, I don't want to say you take it for granted, but it's easy to lose track of like how... Worrisome it is when you don't have it, when you don't have a closer you can rely on, or you don't have a closer, period. Josh Hader has been awesome this year so far. 7-for-7 seven seven in save opportunities. He's got an 9 ERA. He's picked up right where he left off in the postseason a year ago. I've been super impressed with Josh Hader. And again, when you have a guy in the bullpen that can just be shut down In the ninth inning, and that's what he's been so far this year, perfect 7-for-7 in save chances, it's a big deal. It really, really is. So credit to Josh Hader, he's been very good. Look, on the offensive side, was it perfect here tonight? No, it wasn't. Padres, for a while there in the middle innings, didn't have a whole lot going on, you know, had the two runs in the first inning. They didn't have a hit from the first inning. Until the sixth inning, they nearly squandered the opportunity with the bases loaded. Nobody out in that sixth inning, but hey, got a big two-out hit from Kim. Were they perfect tonight with runners in scoring position? No, two for seven, but again, the two hits were really important. And uh, look, we'll see tomorrow. uh, The thing that we've wondered after all these games where the Padres kind of get it going offensively or in some cases have really got it going offensively. Well, we've then seen in the days that followed that things have not gone well and it's been quiet offensively. So now the name of the game will be consistency and doing this tonight without Manny, uh, I think ultimately a good thing because Manny gets a day off, you win the game. Hopefully Manny is uh, ready to go tomorrow and can start swinging the bat well tomorrow. Hopefully Juan Soto can build off the two-hit performance here today, you hope, now we're going to see if they can find that consistency. So uh, we'll see what happens with all that. We will continue on here on our post-game show. Uh, if you missed Bob Melvin's post-game press conference, we will have it for you on the Inside San Diego Baseball podcast, available on the Odyssey app or, or wherever you find your podcasts. So... uh uh, look out for that uh, by the end of tonight or early tomorrow morning. We will take your phone calls coming up as well. 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. Before we go back to the phones, let's pause for Station ID on the Padres Radio Network.
4: kwfn
3: and kwfn one San
4: Diego. This is Jake Cronenworth, Padres Play Here on San Diego's number one sports station. 97.3 The Fan.
3: Always live on the free Odyssey app.
4: Sam it
0: with you on our post-game show inside our Padres Radio Network studios. Again, the Padres win it 5-3 to three in Arizona on this Saturday. Let's go to Ann, who's calling in from Santee. Hi, Ann. Hi, Sammy. Thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. And um, I appreciate
1: your pre-game and after-game show with all your expertise there. And I'm going to rely on your expertise right now for a rule clarification. Okay. Um, during the game, Musgro was given a ball mm-hmm. to pitch with, and he didn't like the ball, so he tossed it out and asked for a replacement. And then the umpire gave him the replacement ball, but it's he was penalized a ball for, I, I don't know, taking too much time or for tossing the ball out without the umpire's permission. Can you clarify that rule for me, please?
0: Yeah, you know, and it's something, Anne, and it's a really good question. It's something that Jesse and Tony, if you were listening, talked about as well. And I think we're all kind of wondering for what reason he was given the ball because you may be able to ask for a new ball, but that may fall still under you have to do that and a lot of time you have between pitches um I don't know if there's a rule that you cannot ask for a new ball I would imagine you can but if it takes up time in the pitch clock what appeared to happen to me Ann was that Joe ran out of time whether that was you know for whatever reason I mean he got the ball and he had too much time or I don't know if he is not supposed to ask for a new ball but he ran out of time um or it was it was a weird situation. Um, and I know listening to the broadcast, I don't know that we had total clarification on why exactly if time had run out or he's not allowed to, once the clock starts rolling, ask for a new baseball. But uh, I'm gonna work on that answer for you because I was a little bit confused as well. But there may be something where once that clock starts going, you can't, you know, call time and, and ask for a new baseball. Um, you know much like uh, much like let's say if you were just on the mound and you step off you know and you don't get that that pitch off in time like it's going to be a ball so it, it was a little bit weird and and obviously there was a lot of confusion about it on the field because the umpires came together and Bob Melvin came out so it was a little confusing and and I'm going to be honest and I'm sorry to disappoint that I don't have a, a firmer answer but I was a little bit confused by it as well but Um, for one reason or another, whether he's just not supposed to ask for a new ball or the clock just ran down on him in the process of asking for the ball, it was a ball. The good news is that it didn't really end up mattering because he got the batter out anyway, but uh, it it was confusing. And, And I'll tell you this, it's one of those situations where I wish the umpires would say something and provide clarity because it's, some of these new rules and and the announcements uh and the rulings that are being made are not are not always like common sense uh i'm I was confused as well.
1: Thank you for your answer. I appreciate it and um they do need to clarify the rules because eventually it's going to cost a team a game one of these days, and that one game can make a difference at the end of a season so Hopefully they get together and come up with something because it just didn't make any sense. Thank you, Sammy. I appreciate it. Go Padres.
0: All right. Thank you, Ann, for the call. Uh, appreciate it. Yeah, you know what? And and I may uh, check in to hear what Joe had to say after the game. I, I'm not totally sure on that. What exactly happened if the clock ran down? And I'm also going to be totally honest with you. It was a situation where... I was listening to the game here in the studio. Now, you know, and I've talked about it before, we always are obviously listening to the game when I'm in the studio here. We do have the game on the TV, uh, on mute, um, so we can kind of see what's going on after uh, it happens on the radio to us. But I didn't see really what happened. I just saw... The discussion afterwards so the good news here tonight it was a good question by ann and i'm sorry i don't have a better answer but the good news here tonight is that it didn't cost joe musgrove he got the batter out anyway and uh you know it just ended up being kind of a, a random ball in the at-bat so uh we'll see but it's look I- i'm with you I-, I i just wish they would Announce these things like whenever there's confusion, whenever they have to get together and have a conference. I mean, if if there's that much confusion about it, I I just wish these umpires would have the constant ability to clarify things when they need to be clarified to the audience, to the radio broadcast, the TV broadcast. Um, They do it. I mean, look, they have the ability to do it because there's a microphone on um, on the crew chief. You know, when they do a replay, like, it is possible. And I, we see it in other sports, like the NFL. Those guys will get on the mic and explain things, not only when there's a penalty, but just in general, if something needs to be explained, In the NBA, they'll go over to the scorer's table and explain something, and the public address voice will announce it, or now they actually talk into a a microphone directly. In fact, I'm I'm looking up at at one of our monitors here, the Lakers-Grizzlies game right now. They're at the scorer's table as I speak. I don't know if they're talking into a microphone or not right now. But uh, anyway, yeah, it it was confusing. I still don't know totally what, what went on there, if, you know, if he's not supposed to ask for a ball when the clock's already running and that's an automatic violation or if the clock ran down on him. And by the way, if you have a better idea of what happened, tweet at me or call in because you may have quite honestly tonight a better idea of what happened there than I did. Again, the Padres win this game 5-3 to three over the Arizona Diamondbacks. Let's continue on with our nightly awards. Tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was
3: able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit sandiegofoodbank.org.
0: Our relief pitcher of the game. Again, a lot of options to go with here. Wilson, another scoreless inning. But you know what? When you talk about shutting the door in this game, Tim Hill, to me, had runners at the corners, two out, two-run game, go-ahead run at the plate, and got out of it. So, again, with our relief pitcher of the game, sometimes I like to harken back to what the intro there says, and it's about shutting the door. (laughs) So, Go with Tim Hill. He shut the door in a spot where he had the tying runs on base. Got out of it. So Tim Hill, who lowered his ERA to one eight zero with his appearance, a scoreless inning here tonight. He'll be our relief pitcher of the game. Tough call tonight for player of the game because we had the home run for Tatis. We had the two run base hit for Ha Sung Kim. We had Musgrove, pretty good season debut, good relief work. Who do we go with for our player of the game? Let's find out. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out
3: who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit ValleyViewCasino.com today.
2: First pitch on the way from the left, hander Nelson. And a ground ball to the left side. That'll get through for a base hit. Tatis has scored. Soto's on his way. huriel's throw. Not in time. A two-run single for Kim and the pods are back
0: in front four to three our player of the game here tonight we're gonna go with ha sung kim a two-run single gave the padres a four to three lead big hit in this game and no doubt to me the biggest hit in this game in a spot where the padres again had the bases loaded nobody out then its bases loaded two out and kim comes up with a really really big base hit Seeing I single through the left side, but sometimes that's all you need. And also for Ha Sung Kim, that snapped an over for 16 streak for him. So it was big for Kim. It was big for the Padres. Biggest hit here tonight. And that's why Ha Sung Kim is our player of the game. When we come back on the other side of this break, we'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, get you ready for tomorrow. If you want to squeeze a phone call in, you can, 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. Post-game show continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. Our post game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight San Diego 5, Arizona 3, as the Padres bounce back after a tough one last night. Padres got the offense going at times in this game, two for seven with runners in scoring position. Hassan Kim, the big two run single in. The sixth inning, propelling the Padres to a 5-3 win. Jay Cronenworth had a base hit, RBI base hit in the eighth inning to extend the lead. Joe Musgrove, five innings, three earned runs given up, seven hits, struck out six, walked nobody, 80 pitches in his season debut. And it was El Nino, Fernando Tatis Jr., who had the early home run, a solo shot that got the scoring started. Padres had a 2-0 lead. After a half inning, Diamondbacks then led 3-2, but then the Padres... Scoring those two runs in the sixth inning and one in the eighth inning to win it five to three. Speaking of uh, Joe Musgrove, I know we had the caller Ann uh, during our last segment who called in wondering what happened on uh, the automatic ball for Joe Musgrove. Kind of a weird situation where he asked for a new baseball and. Again, I I was honest when I was talking about it. I didn't totally see with my eyes what happened there, and I was kind of listening to it and quite honestly working in here inside the studio, all the the, uh, different things we do. And then uh, to be totally honest with you, it was an automatic ball, and then Musgrove got the guy out anyway, so in my head I was like, all right, well, I don't need to focus on it too much, but – We have two people here that apparently have answers. We've got Nicholas on Twitter saying can't ask for a new ball after nine seconds on the pitch clock is uh, apparently what they said on TV. And we also have Rob, who's calling in from San Diego, apparently has uh, an answer for us as well. well. Hi, Rob. How are you?
4: Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, Great game, by the way. And thanks for all the uh, update on what happened because it's great. So the answer was that Joe asked for a new ball, and it was six seconds left mm-hmm. before the end of the count. And I'm not sure if it was nine seconds, but he was he was too late with the call, too, too late with the request so they right. assessed an automatic ball. Oh. I want I wanted to comment on the play that um, Bogarts made mm-hmm. when when uh, Kim cut in front of him, and the ball went through. And did you see the catch he made with that? He was blocked out from the ball; he couldn't see yeah. it. Yeah. And then he threw it the first, and then on the other end, Cronenworth made that great stretch. That was a really great play.
0: Yeah, it, it really was. Really on both ends, uh, Robert. And, mm-hmm. and number one, appreciate the explanation. That seems to be what happened there. And to be honest with you, before that, I don't know that I even really knew that. <laughs> like, the, like, well, put it this way,
4: Rolling. I may,
0: I may have thought like, if there's six, if there's six seconds left on the pitch clock, right, and you ask for mm-hmm. new ball. I for all probably what I would have assumed is well you can get a new ball and the umpire can throw it to you but you got to get back on the rubber and throw the pitch before right. the pitch clock is up. Uh, I didn't know it was okay. actually not allowed that uh, to ask for a new ball at a certain point in the pitch clock but hey with these new rules as we're all learning <laughs> we seem to learn new stuff every day, right? So uh, learned yeah, a new absolutely. thing with it today. Um on that play with Bogarts, you're right. The pick by Bogarts was awesome. A, because of the weird, you know, position and bounce he got on it, but with Kim crossing in front of him. And then what a stretch and pick by Jake Cronenworth and somehow okay. kept his foot on the first base bag. So there was some good defense in this game, Robert, by the Padres, mm-hmm. and that play mm-hmm. might have been the best one of the night on both ends. You're right.
4: One last thing I want to say is that I thought that Ted did a great job in right field. They're saying, uh, Tony was talking about that, He's gotten better since uh, since spring training. He's, he has better, he takes better routes when he goes for the ball, and he just seems like he's a better, just so much better in right field. So look great.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, Robert, and appreciate mm-hmm. the call. Thank you for uh, for with listening you. and uh, and calling in with uh, with the explanation there. That seems to be the explanation that uh, everybody has right now for it, which makes sense that um, with all the new rules, you wouldn't be able to ask for a ball. I'll be honest with you; it's not something I, I really focused on. Like within all the new rules. But I'll tell you what, normally I would, I would say to myself, like, uh, like I, I feel kind of silly because I should know this stuff, but I'll be honest with you. I feel like we're all learning new stuff about these rules as the year goes on. So probably not just me out there that didn't know that I did not know that. Um, but on to I think he's looked really good out there. And I do think I agree with Tony. I, I think he's looked a lot better out there than he initially did in the spring, which makes sense because he played out there a ton in the spring. He's been playing out there in the minors. He's getting better and better. You know, I know the first night and there have been a couple of moments where on some throws like, you know, maybe he's overthrown it a little bit and, you know, feeling some of that stuff out. But I I've thought just on the routes – on using his speed to close gaps, he's done a really good job. Even today, Tony talked about it during the broadcast. There was a play where Tatis threw to third base, and he wasn't going to get the guy at third, but he threw it low, so it didn't really sail anywhere, and that you know allowed—well, oh, I should say it didn't allow the the runner from first base who had the base hit to go to second. You know, he he seems to be learning, and again, just from the 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 route running. Uh, covering ground, the reads, I I think he's looked pretty good out there. I do. And I think he's going to get better and better. And it's it's what Bob Melvin and many people talked about with him in the outfield from the outset. And that was, look, it's not going to be perfect day one. There's going to be some learning experiences and some balls that he doesn't play correctly and can't read correctly. But over time, there has always been a belief, since the very start of spring training, always been a belief, no matter who you talk to, whether it was Bob Melvin, whoever, that Fernando would become a really good outfielder. And you understand it. I mean, he's got great instincts. He's, a, he's just a baseball player. He's super athletic. He's got great speed. There's no reason without the proper experience and work out there that he will not become a really good outfielder. And I think when all said and done, maybe even by the end of this year, you may be like, this guy is, is way above average out there. So he, he's been through three games in the major leagues. I, th- I think he's been fine, and he's been really good. I thought on on getting to some balls, and certainly yesterday he used his speed to, to get to a baseball. Maybe there are some other guys that don't make that play, so – I think he's going to be just fine out there, really do. All right, let's uh, kind of wrap up here on the post-game show. Again, the final, Padres 5, D-backs 3. Let's tell you about some players that went deep today around the major leagues. Which players went deep tonight? This is our
3: MLB home run tally presented by Mr. Moto pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh funky thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed Knots with eight locations in San Diego. Find your favorite at Mr. Moto
0: We take a look at some of the players that went yard today in the major leagues that hit home runs Anthony Volpe hit his second home run of his major league career for the Yankees on a 3-2 win over the Blue Jays. C.J. Abrams, the former Padre, had a home run for Washington today. James Outman, Max Muncie each homered twice for the Dodgers at Wrigley Field today. Nick Castellanos had a couple of home runs for the Phillies today. And that's a look at some of the guys who went deep around the Major Leagues here today. Don't want to spoil too much of the out-of-town scoreboard because we're going to take a look at all the scores from around the Major Leagues right now. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across
3: the country. This is the out-of-town scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958.
0: You see, typically we do our home run tally a little bit earlier in the show, so there's some separation between the tally and the out of town scoreboard, but we had to flip some things around here tonight, so I didn't want to ruin the whole out of town scoreboard. So let's uh, take a full look at the scoreboard here tonight. Everything has gone final in the major leagues. Here on the West Coast and beyond, Giants beat the Mets earlier today in San Francisco, seven to four. Yankees, like I said, beat the Blue Jays three to two. Volpe had the two-run home run in that game. Then Danny Jansen hit a game tying two-run home run in the ninth inning to tie the game at two. DJ LeMahieu had a walk-off base hit in that game for New York. Nationals beat the Twins ten to four in Minnesota. Like I said, CJ Abrams had a home run in that game. Joey Meneses. Had four hits in that game. For the Dodgers, they beat the Cubs 9-4 at Wrigley. James Outman, who's having a really good year. Young player for L.A., a couple of home runs. Max Muncy, also two home runs in that game. Phillies beat the Rockies 4-3. Like we said, Nick Castellanos had two home runs in that game. Marlins beat the Guardians 6-1. to in game one of a doubleheader, Luis Arise had a couple of RBIs in that game. Game two of that doubleheader, Marlins won it as well, 3-2. to two. So the Marlins swept the doubleheader today from the Cleveland Guardians. Marlins, by the way, 11-9 now with those uh, couple of wins. So they're a couple of games above five hundred. Marlins and the Pirates both playing well early this season. Speaking of the Pirates, 2-1 to one win over the Reds. The Pittsburgh Pirates are 15 and seven. I'll say that again. The Pirates are 15 and seven off to a great start. Good for them. And good for those fans. Seriously. Good for them. I'm happy about that. Rays beat the White Sox four to three in Tampa Bay. Rays are 18 and three. Randy Arena had four RBIs in that game. Orioles beat the Tigers 5-1 in Baltimore. Orioles are playing well. They're 13-7. Kyle Gibson was sharp in that game, picked up his fourth win. He's got a 3-6-0 ERA on the year so far. Rangers beat up on the A's 18-3 in Arlington. Rangers had 18 runs, 18 hits. Adolis Garcia hit three home runs, had two doubles, eight RBIs in that game. Texas Brewers beat the Red Sox 5-4 in Milwaukee. Rowdy Tellez had a home run in that game for Milwaukee. Brewers are 15-6. Astros beat the Braves 6-3 in Atlanta. Jordan Alvarez had a couple of big hits in that game. Good outing for Fromber Valdez, who lowered his ERA to 2-2-5. Picked up the win. Royals beat the Angels in Anaheim 11-8 and the Mariners beat the Cardinals in Seattle 5 to 4 and that's a look at the out of town scoreboard on this Saturday in the major leagues how about the Pirates what are they what did i say 15 and 7 15 and 7 wow is that the most wins in the national league at 15 and 7 hold on i'm i'm checking this here i i must know now Hold on, bear with me before we wrap up here tonight. Yeah, there we go, fifteen and seven, and the Brewers. Yeah, good call, Nick. Uh, fifteen and seven. So both the Brewers and the Pirates have fifteen wins. Mets and Braves both lost. So yeah, how about that? Pirates tied for the most wins in the National League, fifteen and seven. I mean that's no joke. That's that's a great start. Good for the Pirates. Those fans in Pittsburgh, it's been a while. They deserve a good team. And talk about a great baseball town in Pittsburgh, the Pirates. I'm I'm happy about that. Not when they play the Padres, but uh, (laughs) for now, good for Pittsburgh. All right, enough on the Pirates stuff. On to the Padres tomorrow. Final game of this four-game series in Arizona. Padres will go for a series win, trying to take three of four. Also trying to move back to five hundred. Padres eleven and twelve with the win here tonight. And it's the final game of an eighteen-game game an 18-day stretch. Padres have an off day on Monday before they begin a series in Chicago against the Cubs on Tuesday, so a well-deserved off day tomorrow. First pitch in the series finale at Chase Field in Arizona tomorrow at 10 p.m. Our pregame coverage here on 97.3 The Fan, Padres Radio Network, will begin at 12.10. Pitching matchup tomorrow, right-hander Hugh Darvish on the mound for the Padres, right-hander Dre Jameson on the mound for Arizona. Taking a look at the final totals in this ballgame here tonight for the San Diego Padres. Five runs, six hits, no errors. They left on six. For the Diamondbacks, three runs, nine hits, no errors. They left on six as well. Winning pitcher was Joe Musgrove, who improves to 1-0, picks up the win in his season debut. He went five innings, three earned runs given up. Merrill Kelly drops to 1-3, and and the save goes to Josh Hader. Number seven, Hader is 7-7, for perfect so far in save opportunities. Time of game here tonight, two hours and 48 minutes, and the crowd at Chase Field in Arizona, 28,419. That'll do it for our post-game show here on the Padre's Radio Network. Again, first pitch tomorrow at 110. Our pregame coverage begins at 1210. Until then, for our great studio coordinator, Nick Danucci I'm Sam Levitt, saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the Padres 5 and the Diamondbacks 3. We'll talk to you tomorrow, right here, on the Padre's Radio Network.